Hi, I'm Melissa with Mix In Some Magic. I'm a Disney planning expert and I'm here to mix a little magic into your day. Each week I share Disney vacation planning tips, park strategies, and a little bit of Disney history sprinkled in. Of course, I like to include lots of Disney magic. Join me, let's mix in some magic. Welcome! I'm so glad that you're here. I hope you're having a wonderful week. Halloween time is officially off, off and running at the Disneyland Resort, so that's pretty exciting. Are you visiting during the Halloween season? It runs from September 3rd through October 31st, so two full months of Halloween time at Disneyland, and it's pretty fun. I get asked often if it's um, really scary and spooky for kids, and the answer is no. It's very family-friendly, very cute, nothing scary or gory or horror, anything like that. It's just fun, clean, family-friendly, Disney Halloween time. So that's pretty fun. Oogie Boogie Bash starts this week and I'm a little sad that I'm not there to kick off the first Oogie Boogie Bash, but it's also really hot at Disneyland right now, like excessively hot and I don't mind missing that because it's hard to deal with the heat at Disneyland. I will be there next week though for Oogie Boogie Bash and I'm really excited about that. I'm visiting with my sister and my cousin and my sister and I decided to dress up. So it's the first time that I've ever dressed up for Oogie Boogie Bash and I'm kind of excited about it. I think our costumes are kind of cute. They're nothing crazy, but they're cute. So keep an eye out for that. So I will be at Oogie Boogie Bash next week and I'm really looking forward to just seeing all the new things. They've got some pretty cool new things this year and I've always enjoyed Oogie Boogie Bash. It's my favorite after hours event that Disneyland does. I think it's well worth the cost of the ticket and I really enjoy it every single year. So I'm looking forward to visiting and of course I will come back and give you a full report. Today I wanted to talk about the Oogie Boogie Bash and what you can expect if you're visiting and maybe put a little bug in your ear to go next year if you're not visiting this year just so you can kind of see what happens at the Oogie Boogie Bash, why I love it so much. If you are going, I'm going to share kind of a simple little schedule that you can follow along with to help you accomplish everything that you want to do. Um, but we're going to talk about Oogie Boogie Bash today. I'm excited because I just love it. But first, I wanted to talk a little bit about my whirlwind week doing hotel tours at Disneyland last week. It was really fun. So I started off the week with my husband there and we celebrated our anniversary and we went to the Anaheim Packing House, which was amazing. And we did a couple days at Disneyland and we had a lot of fun. Then he left and I had a couple days by myself at the park before hotel tours. I decided to stay instead of go home so I could get a lot of work done at Disneyland, test out some strategies and theories. And so I just stayed for a couple of days and I'm really glad that I did. Although I did get a little lonely towards the end. Like I I don't mind being by myself. I'm an introvert, but by the end of I probably like day three, I was kind of like, oh, 
I wish I had somebody here at the parks with me. It would be a little more fun to share this with somebody else. So I was really excited the next day when it was hotel tours and I got to see lots of people and have interaction, people to talk to. So that was really fun. One of the things that I did while I was there is something that I thought was a little crazy. I wanted to see, I've never done this before, but I wanted to see how many attractions I could complete in one day park hopping using Genie Plus. Now, I hear people say all the time, like, I went to Disneyland and it was so crowded, I only got on five rides, or I used Genie Plus and it just didn't work, it was so dumb, we only got on two things, or whatever it is, and I I just, I just in my heart know that that's not true. If you know what you're doing and you have just a little bit of a plan, then you can really get a ton done. So I wanted to prove that. So I got to the parks at about 7.15 in the morning. They opened at 8 a.m. and I was hell-bent to get as much done as possible. I was by myself, so I was able to move quickly and I hustled, hustled, hustled. I park hopped. I used Genie Plus. I mobile ordered. I moved really quickly and I got 24 attractions done in 14 hours, which I was pretty proud of. I could have done more had I stayed the last two hours because it didn't close till midnight and I left about 10 and I am now kicking myself for leaving because I was tired, but I really could have pushed through, but I was pretty tired. And so at the time I decided to just call it and now I'm wishing I had stayed those last two hours and now it's kind of eating away at me a little bit. Like I want to go back and do the whole thing over again and just get those extra two hours. Isn't that ridiculous? It's so ridiculous. I know what I would have done though. I would have done Alice in Wonderland, Mad Tea Party, possibly Storybook Land Canal Boats, and Peter Pan. Those are the four that I would have tried to accomplish in those four hours. Four hours. Two hours. But anyway, it was really fun. I'm actually like putting together a whole plan for people who want to try to do as much as possible in Disneyland, both parks, using Genie Plus. Now, this plan is not for the faint of heart. It's not for people who don't want to walk. And it really would be hard to accomplish if you had small children who needed to take lots of breaks or who wanted to ride the carousel five times or who wanted to stop and see a bunch of characters so there's a specific group out there though who I think would really enjoy a touring plan like this. Maybe they have one day at the parks, they have older kids, and they just want to get as much done as possible, then this is going to be their plan. So I'm working on that. I'm hoping to have it out in the next couple days. I'll let you know. But it was pretty fun. I'm glad I did it. I made a little reel about it on Instagram and posted kind of like a little timeline of what I did. And I can't believe how many people are calling me out and saying it's fake, not possible. There's no way I could do that. And it annoys me a tiny bit because I did it. <laughs> if you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen my stories. Like I lived every minute of those 14 hours and I hustled and I actually did it. So I'm a little annoyed with those people. I'm like, you don't know me. I don't know what I did. I did it. 
But man, I wish I had got those last two hours. I'm, I, gosh, I think I'm gonna have to go back and do, I'm do it again, like redo the whole thing just to get those last two hours. Uh, I don't know. Not right now. I need a couple days to think about it, a couple months maybe before I can attempt it again. Now, when I did this um, challenge, I was calling it Disneyland in a day or die trying. It was a fairly crowded day, which I was happy about because I wanted to do it on a day that there were higher crowds so that if, you know, you happen to be attempting it on a day with lower crowds, it's just going to move quicker for you. Um, but if it's on a day with higher crowds, it's going to work just as well. So using Genie Plus, rope dropping, being strategic, I waited on average probably like 15 minutes in each line on average. There were some, quite a few that were really short that were just walk-ons. There were others, there were a couple that I waited probably about 40 minutes for. But for the most part, on average, it was like maybe 15 minutes. So it was not bad at all. I got a lot done. So I'm proud of myself. So I did that. That was pretty fun. And then I had hotel tours. We toured 10 properties, which I love. I love hotel tours. I love seeing all the different properties so I can make recommendations for you when you're ready to go on your vacation. I have people who send me DMs all the time and say, have you stayed here? Have you toured this property? What did you think of it? And I love being able to share that information with you because there's not one property that's perfect for everybody. Everybody has different price points, different things that are important to them. And so I feel lucky that Disneyland has so many different options. I mean, I don't know how many hotels are around the Disneyland Resort, but there are a ton, a ton of choices. So you are for sure going to find something that is perfect for you. Now, I did get to stay at quite a few places. I stayed at the Hojo, which I love. I have a review about the Hojo on my website. I'll put a link in the show notes. I stayed at the Anaheim Majestic, which I also love, and I just wrote a review for them. I'll put that in my show notes. And oh, my favorite thing about them is they have a shuttle takes you from their hotel to the park. It's a private shuttle, five minute ride. It was dreamy. Anyway, and then I stayed at, I, I, I hotel hopped a lot last week. Then I stayed at the Clarion, which I'd never stayed at before. And it is probably one of the very cheapest, if not the cheapest hotel that Getaway Today sells. And there's a lot of people that are down on the Clarion. So I wanted to go and see for myself what it was all about. And I didn't hate it. It was, I mean, it's an older property for sure. And definitely not the nicest place that you've ever stayed, but it was clean. I felt safe. The air conditioner was very cold, which I appreciated a lot, especially since it was so hot last week. And I thought the bed was comfortable. The shower worked. Like there was nothing gross about it. It's just older. I did kind of in my mind start thinking, oh, they should update this. They should update that. But then I stopped myself and because if they updated it, it would just raise the price. And a lot of people really love the Clarion because it is so affordable. So if you're thinking that you want to go the very cheapest route, most affordable, take a look at the Clarion. 
they've got some low prices, good options. I was happy with them. I would go and stay there again. I would bring my family and stay there. Um, so don't be so down on the Clarion, everybody. I know it's not the grand, but it's still a decent property and the price point is amazing for those of us looking to save some money on our Disneyland vacations. Now, I don't have a review for the Clarion yet. I'm working on that, but I'm going to put a link if you want to check prices on that property. All right, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, then we'll talk all things Oogie Boogie Bash. And I'm going to try to convince you to go next year. Do you think I can do it? I love it so much. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mix and Some Magic. The year is running out. Like we're in September right now. Soon it's going to be Halloween, Thanksgiving. I mean, once it hits Halloween, I feel like it's just a mad dash to the end of the year. But there's still time to squeeze in a vacation to Disneyland. There's still hotels, still tickets available for Halloween time. September is a really popular time for people to book travel. And I think it's because everybody realizes that the end of the year is almost here and a lot of people love to travel during the fall, during Halloween time. So there's still time to book your vacation if you'd like to travel before the end of the year. I just spoke with Getaway Today and they said they still have hotel availability, there's still park reservations. So if you want to visit either during Halloween time or during the holidays, which kick off November 9th, I believe, now is the time to make those plans, get your hotel reservations, get your tickets, your park reservations, so that you can go and have some fun with your family before the year is out. I love Halloween time, but I also love the holidays at Disneyland. We like to visit in early November because it's just like a really fun way to kick off the holiday season. So keep that in mind. There's still time to book your vacation. I'll put a link to get away today in the show notes or you can call them. I'll put their phone number but make sure you tell them that Melissa with Mix and Some Magic sent you so you can get the very best deals. <music> Alright, this is my attempt to make you love the Oogie Boogie Bash as much as I do. So if you don't know, the Oogie Boogie Bash is an after hours event held over at California Adventures on select nights during September and October. So you need a special ticket to go to this event. They start letting guests in at 3 o'clock, but the event doesn't start until 6 p.m. and then it runs until 11. So if you are visiting California Adventure during one of the days that Oogie Boogie Bash is being held, you'll need to leave California Adventure at 6 p.m. You can hop over to Disneyland or you can just call it an early night or go to downtown Disney, but if you are there during one of those days, you'll have to leave if you're not attending Oogie Boogie Bash. So I have a list of all the dates that Oogie Boogie Bash is happening over on my website. I will put a link in the show notes to all the Oogie Boogie Halloween all the stuff that you need to know, I'll put a link in the show notes so you can check it out. Now, tickets are sold out for this event, but if you want to get them next year, 
like I said, I'm going to try to convince you. They went on sale in June, the end of June, I believe. So if you want to buy tickets for next year, keep an eye on my Instagram. I will be sure to tell you when tickets are going to go on sale. Parking is not included in the ticket price and Genie Plus is not available during the event, but wait times for rides are incredibly low, so you won't even need it. Photo Pass, however, is included with your event ticket, so make sure you download your ride photos, make sure you get pictures taken at all of the locations. Whenever you see a photographer, have them take your picture. So make sure you take advantage of that. So let's talk about what you can expect during Oogie Boogie Bash. First, we'll talk about rides. All the rides at California Adventure are running and they all have very short wait times. Now, the problem is there's not a lot of time to go on all the rides and do all of the party things. So I have never actually been on rides during the Oogie Boogie Bash because I'm there for the Oogie Boogie Bash. But I know that some people buy tickets just for the low wait times on the attractions and don't do any of the party things. So it kind of depends on what you want to do, but wait times for the rides are extremely low. Most of them are probably five minutes or less. But some of the fun events they have, they have a cute show, a Disney Junior show called Mickey's Trick and Treat, and it's held over at the Disney Theater in Hollywood Land. It's just kind of a fun little show for younger kids with Mickey Mouse and Minnie, Halloween themed, but it's not spooky at all. This show happens five times a night, and you can check the app for showtimes when you're there. They have Villains Grove, which is my absolute favorite part of Oogie Boogie Bash. They take the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail across from Grizzly River Run and they transform it into Villains Grove. They use lights and lasers and mist and music and it's really my favorite experience of the whole party. I'm super impressed. It's very immersive and magical. It's not scary, so I don't think your kids will find it scary. Let me tell you what it says on their website. It says on the this is from the Disneyland website. It says meander through scenes that reveal the bewitching worlds of popular Disney villains, including Dr. Fossilier, Frollo, Scar, the Wicked Queen, and others. Make your way through the woods, misty turns, twists, and curves to see what moonlit magic awaits for adventurers of all ages. Does that give you a good idea of what it's like? No, because it's so hard to describe, but it's really very, very surreal and magical. So I will, of course, when I'm there next week, I'll put some videos on Instagram. So that doesn't open until it gets dark, which is usually, you know, between 7.15, 7.30. And there's always a long line because it's so popular, but the line moves really quickly. But you can plan on waiting probably about 20 minutes for that. So I love Villains Grove. They also have treat trails, which I also love. So when you arrive, they'll give you a wristband and they also give you a tiny little bag for your trick-or-treat candy and it's not big enough at all. So make sure you bring another bag with you, something to put candy in. Cast members are not allowed to hand you the candy. They have to place it in a bag, but you are welcome to bring your own bag. So they have these treat trails that are kind of like a little line. And as you walk through the line, they, their cast members passing out candy and then 
there's 11 treat trails and nine of them have a villain on the treat trail. They'll be up on kind of a little stage. They'll be talking to guests. You can take a picture with them and they really are so cool. So let me tell you who they have this year along their treat trails. There's Madam Mim. She's new this year from the Sword in the Stone. They have Ernesto de la Cruz. I've seen pictures and videos of him from the event and he looks amazing. He's from Coco. They've got Mother Gothel from Rapunzel or Tangled, sorry. They've got Maleficent, Oogie Boogie, Cruella, Sid. He's from Toy Story. And last year when I saw Sid, I mean, he's up on a stage. You walk by, but you can talk to him. And he was like the most annoying kid. I can't even remember what he said to me. He said something about, what are you staring at? Are you going to go and tell my mom? Something like that. But the tone that he used with me, like automatically made me feel super irritated and annoyed with him. Like, how dare that kid talk to me like that? And I had to remind myself that he's just an actor. It's all pretend. But he got a reaction out of me. I wanted to like grab his ear and drag him off to his mom and tell him what tell her what a jerk he was being. But it was so funny. So I'm looking forward to seeing Sid. There's Agatha Harkness. She'll be over in Avengers Campus and Dr. Fossilier from Princess and the Frog. So you get to go through, see these characters. And I mean, they're not just standing on like a stage alone. They have like amazing backdrops. There's lights like there's they've really gone all out and it's a great way to showcase these villains. And then they of course have the Frightfully Fun Parade which I love. It's all villains and maybe well I have two favorite parts. My first favorite part is that the Headless Horseman walks the parade route about 10 minutes before the parade begins and you do not want to miss this. So he'll be out walking and he's a real horse, a real man, no head. I mean, obviously it's a costume, (laughs) but it's amazing. It's very, very cool. And then the parade itself is wonderful. I love the Haunted Mansion float. That's my favorite part. So that may be one of my favorite parades. Then there's also tons of character sightings out and about that you can take pictures with these characters. Um, The ones that are on the treat trails, you can grab selfies with and you can take pictures and videos of them, but you can't get up right close to them and take a picture. But with these other character sightings, you are able to go up to them and wait in line and take a picture. So this year, they're going to have Minnie, Daisy, and Clarabelle Cow dressed as the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus. So that's kind of cool. They have, of course, Mickey and Minnie in their Halloween costumes. They will have Bruno, Madrigal from Encanto, the characters in Cars Land. The cars will be dressed up in costumes. They have all kinds of different villains. A lot of them are ones that you've probably never seen out and about in the park and that's kind of fun. Of course there's decorations all over the park and this event is really fun because people are allowed to dress up and wear costumes. So this is the only event at Disneyland that party guests are encouraged to wear costumes and lots of people choose to dress up for the party and a lot of them really go all out. It's so fun to people watch and see the different costumes that people have come up with. So people go 
all out and it's fun. And I always think next year I'm going to do it. I'm going to go all out and have this amazing costume. Uh, but guess what? It's next year and I did not go all out. I don't have an amazing costume, but I am dressing up this year. So that's something different. Very simple costume. My sister and I are dressing up and I think it'll be fun. I'm excited to have an actual costume for the party this year. So they do have some rules about dressing up, some guidelines um, that have to be followed. You're not allowed to like pose for pictures or sign autographs with other guests. Costumes have to be family friendly. You can't have anything that could be mistaken for a weapon and costumes can't have like spikes or material that could hurt somebody. Um, let's see. They can't drag on the, the ground. So if you have like a long cape or a princess dress, it's not allowed to drag on the ground and you're not supposed to wear masks as an adult. If you are a kid though, under 13, you can wear a mask as long as it doesn't cover your eyes. You need to have your eyes visible. So I have a full list of what can and can't be worn on my website. So I'll put that a link to that in the Oogie Boogie Bash. So there's kind of like some strategy involved to what you want to do. I suggest arriving there at 2.30. Last year, I mean, it remains to be seen what will happen this year, but technically there's letting people in at three o'clock. Last year, they were letting people in at 2.30. They just weren't advertising it. So it'll be interesting to see if that's happening this year. Um, I would arrive at 2.30 just to get in line and then you can get into the parks and get your treat bag and your wristband and be ready to go once the party starts at six but between three and six you can do whatever you want make sure you have dinner though you don't want to waste time during the party eating dinner so I would pick out a few rides check the app and see what you want to do hit a few rides have dinner enjoy some of the Halloween decorations things like that and then once the party is getting close to starting I think maybe like around 540 535 I would line up for one of the treat trails so really popular pick out your favorite one I have a printable on my website that has um the oogie boogie bash divided into land so they'll be like this is what you can see in in Hollywood land and this is what's near Pixar Pier and which treat trails which photo ops things like that so take a look with your kids or whoever you're with and decide what you're most excited about and go and get in line for it so that you are there when it starts you're already in line and you can just get started right away grabbing your candy so when it starts then I would hit a treat trail or two if you have young kids go and see Mickey's trick and treat while they're still happy and not tired and then keep going with more treat trails until the parade the parade starts at 7 45 there's two 7 45 and 10 p.m i am going to be hitting the earlier parade it starts at 7 45 i'll probably show up around 7 20 to get a spot make sure i'm there for the headless horseman it's really not hard to get a spot during these parades because there's lower capacity during the oogie boogie bash it's easy to get a spot so you don't have to show up two hours before if you walk up at 7:45 or 10 you'll be able to find somewhere to watch the parade then after the parade i'm going to go hit villains grove and then i'm going to ride 
or not ride, go to any treat trails that I've missed, any photo ops that I've missed. And then I'm hoping, hoping, hoping that at that point, I'll be able to squeeze in a few rides before it closes at 11. I have heard that people have good luck jumping in line for like Radiator Springs Racers right before it closes because as long as you are in line, you are able, when the park closes, you're able to ride the attraction. So the park closes at 11, it's not like they pull everybody out of line for Radiator Springs Racers at 11 and say, sorry, the ride's closed. They'll close the line at 11, but if you are already in line, then you can ride. They'll keep it running until everyone's out of line which is pretty cool. So I'm I'm hoping I can squeeze in a few rides. We'll see. In the past, I haven't been able to because I've been so excited about seeing all the things. There's also Halloween food that's available for Oogie Boogie Bash. So um, that's something that you might want to look into. There's just so many things and it's hard to do it all. So I focus on things that are exclusive to the Oogie Boogie Bash because those that's the only time I can see that is during the Oogie Boogie Bash. So it's kind of up to you. If you're on the fence, if you want to like do rides, but you also want to do Oogie Boogie Bash things, print out my printable, circle some things that you want to do for sure during the Oogie Boogie Bash and just do those and then do rides. There's nothing that says you have to do all of the Oogie Boogie Bash things. That's just me and my OCD that makes me want to do everything. So you can definitely blend it with rides and Oogie Boogie Bash things. Make sure you get candy though because you can get a lot of candy. There is no limit to how many times you can go through the treat trail. So if your kids are so excited about the candy, let them go through a couple times. There's no limit. They do try to work in some healthier things into some of the treat trails. They'll have like bags of carrots or grapes or craisins or applesauce pouches, things like that. I think last year they had like some little bags of goldfish. So it's not all candy, but there's a lot of candy. <laughs> Did I convince you yet? Are you in love with the Oogie Boogie Bash? If not, Follow along on my Instagram stories next week and I'll show you everything and maybe I'll convince you then. It really is very fun. I look forward to it every year and this year I actually get to go twice so I'm pretty excited about that. I'm going with my sister on the 15th of September and then I'm going with my cousin on the 18th because my cousin loves Oogie Boogie Bash and she wasn't able to come with us on the 15th and so she said will you come with me on the 18th? And I said, yes. Because if someone says, do you want to go to Oogie Boogie Bash with me? The answer is always, always yes. So I hope that was helpful. If you're not going this year, think about it next year. It's so fun. But do keep in mind that September and October are both hot at Disneyland. Every year I start planning these fun like fall outfits. I'm like, oh, what sweatshirt am I going to take? Do you think I should wear my Mickey Mouse beanie? No. No, no, no. It's stinking hot September and October, um, sometimes hotter than during the summer. It just kind of depends on the year. Luckily, I've been keeping an eye on the weather and it looks like next week is going to be cooler when I'm there. I mean cooler, I'm talking 80s, but not in the hundreds like it has been this past week. So it's going to be a little cooler for me, but if you are going to Oogie Boogie Bash at some point and planning Halloween costumes, keep in mind that it's probably going to be warm. So you might not want to dress your kid up in the fuzzy Tigger costume because it might be super hot. 
If you're looking for more information just about Halloween time in general, then I have a whole post on that on my website. There's so many things happening at Disneyland during Halloween time that you can enjoy that don't require a special ticket to Oogie Boogie Bash. So don't think that if you're visiting during Halloween time and you didn't get tickets to Oogie Boogie Bash that there's going to be nothing fun for you to do because that is just not the case. There is so much going on over at Disneyland during Halloween time. There's food, decorations, characters and costumes, activities. There's the Halloween screams, fireworks. There's so much happening that you don't even need the special Oogie Boogie ticket too. So don't don't fret if you're not going this year. You're still going to have such a great time with all of the fun Halloween things over at Disneyland. I have a whole post about everything you can expect, including a foodie guide because there's some yummy food over at Disneyland during Halloween time. Number one on my list right now that I want everybody to try who is going is the churro sundae. It's a cookie butter churro sundae. It's not special to Halloween time, but they just brought it back for fall. So I'm hoping it will stay um, for a little while. I don't know. It says it's seasonal. It's so amazing though. It's my absolute number one thing at Disneyland right now. They've also brought back the pumpkin spice beignets, which is fun. I'm excited to have those. Last year at Halloween time, they had strawberry beignets, which was really disappointing. But the reason they did that was because when the park shut down for COVID, they didn't get to sell all of their strawberry beignets. So they had a bunch of this strawberry powder left over. And so they just brought back strawberry beignets for Halloween time so that they could use it up. So that's nice of Disney to not be wasteful, but I didn't. I didn't even buy the strawberry beignets because who wants strawberry beignets at Halloween time? Nobody. Um, I'm hoping at some point they bring back the butterscotch beignets. Those are my favorite. But the pumpkin spice ones will be good. They have all these different kinds of cakes that I'm excited to try. I am a sucker for cake. So lots of fun things. A lot of the food I've noticed this year is spicy. I guess Halloween, they think Halloween and spicy go together. And I don't love super spicy foods. So there's a lot of things on there that I haven't been very excited to try just because they're spicy. But there's also a lot of things that I'm excited to try. So you can find my foodie guide printable to Halloween time. I'll put a link to that in my show notes. And it's just a fun time to visit. So there's still time to book tickets if you want to come. It really is going to be fun. Please, as always, let me know if you have any questions. I'm happy to help. You can send me a DM on Instagram. That probably will get to me the quickest. Or you can send me an email at melissa at mixinsomemagic.com. Either one is fine, but please let me know if you have questions. I love answering them. I'm happy to help. If I don't know the answer, I'll either make something up or I'll find out. Just kidding. I won't make it up. Probably. All right, that's all I've got for you today. I will be back next week with something new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.